0: Hallelujah! I cannot tell you how inspired and how honored I'm already, just sitting to watch such such amazing display of skill and love and passion for God. I'd like us to please honor the easy concept, every single one of them. Praise the name of the Lord. Such an honor to be here this morning. It never tires me to serve Jesus. I really love him with all my heart. And everything that is pro kingdom, I will always commit myself to be part of. There is nothing we have that came as a result of our own making. And you have celebrated me so graciously. Thank you so much. But my desire is to see Jesus revealed and to see Jesus glorified. This is why we are here. This is why we do the things that we do. To see you high and lifted up. You are shining in the light of your glory.
1: Pour out your power and love. As we sing holy, holy, holy. We'll see you high and lifted up. You are shining
0: in the light of
1: your glory. Pour out your power and love. As we sing holy, holy, holy. I'll see you high and lifted up. You are shining in the light of
0: your glory. Pour out your power and love. We sing holy, holy, holy. I'm here this morning because I love Jesus. I'm here this morning because I believe in his program. I'm here this morning because I believe in this ministry, every single one of these mighty vessels. I'm here hopefully as a respectful correction to some of the mistakes that those who have gone ahead of us have made in terms of identifying and investing in the life of people who sincerely love Jesus, but are contending with a mountain, that needs discernment for your support. I'm here this morning to also, by the privilege of God's grace, speak over this work and over our lives to the end that together, together, as a global family of faith, that within the time that we have left, representing the purposes of the kingdom, That will give our best pledge in our lives, our skill, all that we are and all that we have to see Jesus glorified. Father, thank you for this honor in the name of Jesus. Please be seated. I'll be here only for a few minutes this morning. May I request and plead that you lend me your attention. I saw lots of people outside, such an overflow. God bless you, all of you outside. And for those following from across the nations of the earth, the Lord honor you, bless you, whatever time it is within your region. I want to teach very briefly, maybe for the next 25 minutes or so, on what I titled the walk of the ministry. Please write it down. The walk of the ministry. Colossians chapter 4 and verse 17. Colossians 4 and verse 17. This is Paul. Speaking to one of his sons in the gospel, Colossians 4. Let me turn my Bible. Will we have it projected? Colossians chapter 4 and verse 17. Guess what it says. Let me quote it for time. It says, Say unto Achipas that you take heed to the ministry that thou hast received in the Lord. That thou fulfil it. Say unto Akipos, take heed to the ministry that thou hast received. So, number one, we see from this scripture that all true ministries are received, not invest, not invented, not wished into being. They are received in the Lord. And then number two, that everyone who has the privilege of serving the purposes of the kingdom. Is mandated to fulfill it. give the mandate, but to give heed and diligence to 1 Corinthians chapter 4, we'll read from verse 1 and 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, I'm reading verse 1 and 2. You just write it for reference. I may just quote the areas that are needed and then.
1: so. Moreover, he said, it
0: is true that you are a steward. A steward is a custodian, one who is a caretaker of anything at all. It's called a steward. And he says, moreover, it is required in us, stewards, that a man be found faithful. Acts chapter 13 and verse 36. This is quite an instructive scripture. The Bible speaking about David. And here's how he puts it. He says that David, let, let me turn that scripture myself so that I can be as accurate as possible because we need to hear it. Acts chapter 13 and verse 26. If we're still here, please shout amen. 26. 36, I meant to say, forgive me. It says, for David, after he had served his generation by the will of God, fell on sleep and was laid unto his fathers and saw corruption. David, after he had served his own generation, not another generation, in fact, Amplified is the same rendition with NIV. It says, David served the purposes of God In his own generation. That means every mandate, listen very carefully, every mandate and every commission to kingdom advance is generational in context. When God calls an individual, when God calls a people, he does not technically send you everywhere. He allocates a generation to you. Are we together now? Failure to be able to capture your generation is failure in your assignment. There is a generation, for instance, that I am sent to. As much as we love our fathers and grandfathers, as much as they are inspired in and through our lives, but we are not sent to their generation. They have the individuals that have been sent to represent the purposes of God to them. By the privilege of God's grace, I think I've been to almost every major campground and you know, major ministry by the privilege of God's grace, honoring the fathers or having the privilege to preach on their platforms. And I can tell you, as blessed, impressed, inspired as many of our fathers can be, I am not sent to them. I do not represent the face of God and the inspiration as far as kingdom come to that generation. Is that true? Our father in the Lord, for instance, Baba Deboye, there is a generation that he agree with. Listen carefully. You have to understand what I'm teaching you. And that generation has become loyal to the revelation of Jesus as committed to him. There is no amount of signs and wonders and miracles and manifestation of the spirit that may happen through my life that can bend their commitment away from him. It is it is a settled conviction he has represented the face of God to that generation, and so it will be for the rest of their life. One thing you need to realize is that it is the assignment, listen carefully, it is the assignment of the fivefold ministry to not only excel in their assignment but to sustain the discernment to identify the voices that represent the purposes of God in every generation. What we just saw before I came up, the 12-year-old gentleman, this is a classic representation of what it means to identify and grow and build with people. You see sports stars do it. Now, when you watch believers or when you watch sports stars go to the stadium, have you noticed that most of the players hold some young boys as they are walking to the stadium? Is that true? They don't go alone. They hold these young boys dressed exactly like them. Those gentlemen you see, those little boys, are the next set of people. They are already training. They are already ahead of 20 years, 30 years. I think that, believers, we have done well as far as evangelism is concerned. But we have failed to understand the strategic principles of kingdom advance. And if we do not sustain that intelligence, all it takes is one generation of neglect. And we return back to where we started from. So I'm here this morning to help shape our understanding and our convictions as we serve the purposes of God, the work of the ministry. Let me define very quickly two terminologies that have not been, in my opinion, clearly understood across the body of Christ. Number one is the gospel. What exactly is the gospel? Romans chapter 1 and verse 16. Apostle Paul is teaching in the church in Rome, and here's what he says I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, he says, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Whatever that gospel is, we know that it is the power of God unto salvation. What exactly is the gospel? We have taught the gospel as several things, we have expressed different dimensions of the gospel, but what exactly is the gospel? Let me attempt to give it a biblical definition if you do not mind. In one minute, very quickly. Here's what I, um, now the Bible teaches seven levels of the gospel. We're not dealing with this this morning. There are seven levels of the gospel. But the, the one that is most important for this discussion is called the gospel of salvation. In fact, two of them are most important. The gospel of salvation and the gospel of the kingdom. There are a number of other Gospels, layers of the Gospel, but two of them are most important. The Gospel of Salvation and number two, the Gospel of the Kingdom. The Gospel of Salvation is responsible for enthroning Christ in the hearts of men. The Gospel of Salvation is responsible for institutionalizing God-consciousness across a territory. You have to understand this you need the understanding of both the gospel of salvation and the gospel of the kingdom the gospel of salvation is the revelation of the father's love revealed in and through the substitutionary sacrifice of jesus man being the object of that love alongside the entire creation and our mandate there is to believe in the reality of that which Jesus came to do. That in believing, we are given the life of God. We don't just hand over our life to him. Salvation is not handing over your life to Jesus. Salvation is receiving his life. Is that true? The Bible says this is the testimony Apostle John is teaching now. It says that God had given us eternal life. It's called Zoe, God's life. It says, He structured this life such that you must encounter the Son to have that life. It says, He that had the Son also had that life. It is more than eternal life, it is more than everlasting life. Everybody has everlasting life. You've heard me say it in my teachings. The condition for everlasting life is not Jesus, the condition for everlasting life is passing through the womb of a woman. Once you are born, you have everlasting life. Whether you spend it in hell or you spend it in heaven, you will still continue to live, even beyond this dimension. The Bible teaches us that there is no cessation of living, even after this realm. The parable of Lazarus and the rich man. Is that true? Sin 1, they were both on earth. Sin 2, they were already diverged to different dimensions. But they were all alive. So when the Bible says eternal life and everlasting life, of course we understand that this was the limitation of the translators when the Bible was being canonized. The real expression, when John grows in his knowledge, you find out that in the epistle of John, he uses the life of God, zoe. It is God's life. Are we together now? This is very important. So the gospel is a revelation of the Father's love. For God so loved the world, John 3 and verse 16, God so loved the world, he proved his love by giving. Then, as at the time he gave it, he gave his one and only begotten son. But today, Jesus is not his one and only begotten son. Today, Jesus is the first begotten among we, the brethren. So, he no longer has one son. He's called by that death and that substitutionary sacrifice many sons into glory. That's what the Bible says. That whosoever believes in him, he says, should not perish but have that life. That is the gospel. Number two, the second term I want to define very quickly, are we still here? Is the concept of kingdom advance or kingdom advance, kingdom advancement. This is very important. We have to understand the concept of kingdom advancement. What exactly does it mean to advance the kingdom? When we collect offerings in church, for instance, we say, Father, let it be used for the advancement of your kingdom. What exactly are we saying? The kingdom represents the fullness of the culture, the influence, the government, the ideology of Jesus Christ. This is what the Bible refers to as the kingdom of heaven. And that we have a mandate that that kingdom finds expression in our hearts. Jesus was teaching in what we have known to be the Lord's Prayer. And he says, when you pray, this is what you should say. Let it be done in earth. Not just on earth, in earth. You being the first earth. Let it be done in earth as it is in heaven. Let there be a replication, a reproduction of the atmosphere, the culture of the kingdom. Let it be done in my life and then my territory as it is in heaven. So what is kingdom advancement? Please write this if you care. Kingdom advancement refers to any and every scriptural means please pay attention kingdom advancement refers to any and every scriptural means deployed deployed to reveal jesus and establish his lordship first in the hearts of men and then across every strata of human activities i'll take it again That kingdom advance or kingdom advancement refers to every and any scriptural means. Every and any scriptural means. I repeat, every and any scriptural means deployed to reveal Jesus and enthrone him first in the hearts of men. And then across every strata of human activities. This is kingdom advance so, by this definition, it also doubles as the definition of ministry. Please look up, ladies and gentlemen. Ministry is not defined by a man standing behind a pulpit like I'm doing, holding a Bible and talking to a group of passionate congregants. That is not ministry. The real idea of ministry is any and every scriptural effort, any contribution motivated by your love for God and geared towards kingdom come. It's called ministry. What makes any activity ministry is not the religiosity around it. What makes any activity ministry is number one, the motivation that it is a derivative of your love for Jesus Christ. And then number two, that the goal is to be a contribution for the kingdom to come interesting that means the mother who gave birth to this gentleman this 12 year old wonderful boy if that woman realized that her womb was designed to carry a young boy who would become a psalmist and a prophet to the nations her act of giving birth is called ministry are you getting the idea now yes it is not about standing behind a pulpit and teaching and communicating scripture that is only a platform that gives you room to express ministry because our generation was not, respectfully speaking, we were not taught these dimensions of ministry, and this is the reason why many well meaning people, even up till date, are not fully open to embrace these other aspects of ministry that are so needed. Especially at such a time as this, because we have been given an ideology that if it is ministry, there must be a pulpit, there must be a Bible, there must possibly be a jota, there must be one individual standing, and perhaps an interpreter, and at least a group of people listening. That is wonderful, but here my definition again of ministry: any contribution and any effort motivated by your love for Jesus. Are we together now? To the end that Jesus be revealed, Jesus be glorified. So, this gentleman, can I use you for a moment? Thank you. Watch this. This gentleman is holding the bass guitar. How in the world is he in ministry? I will tell you. He is in ministry. If his motivation for holding this is his love for Jesus and that in playing this, he seeks for this to be a contribution for Jesus to be revealed. If this is true with him, he's doing exactly the same thing with me standing here. So, when we say all ministers stand up, he should not be seated. Are you following me now? Yes. Most times, just because of the psychological implication, when we see the word ministers as we know, when we come and sit, you know, uh, most times they place a lot of value, a lot of respect, and accord them. And then psalmists those who are in the ministry of psalmistry and any other thing that is not considered as mainstream ministry we place lesser value on them and sometimes to the detriment of the overall advancement of the kingdom kingdom advancement i will repeat for the last time the deploying of any and every scriptural means motivated by your love for jesus to the end that jesus be revealed and Jesus be enthroned first in the hearts of men and then across every of human activities that means business that is motivated by love for God and geared towards the enthroning of Christ is ministry singing that is motivated by love for God geared towards the revelation of the Christ is ministry corporate life That is motivated by your love for Jesus and your desire to see kingdom come is ministry. It is not the religiosity that makes ministry. It is the motivation and the goal. If you're with me, say amen. Someone shout, I am a minister. One more time, shout, I am a minister more than a businessman, more than a musician, more than a singer, more than an entertainer, more than a drummer, a keyboardist, more than a sound engineer, more than a pastor, an apostle, a prophet. In fact, truly, in terms of our our naming, the Bible doesn't even call us all these things. The Bible calls us witnesses. John chapter 1, 6 and 7. Here's what it says. There was a man... Sent from God. He says his name was John. Seven says the same came for a witness. So he was not a prophet. Prophecy was just the vehicle of his witness. Are we together now? The name God calls him is witness. Who is a witness? A witness is a validator of a claim. You do not need a witness until there is contention in the court of law. There are many things. Listen to me. Jesus made many claims in scripture here. And Satan continues to use men. He uses systems and structures to negate the speakings of God. And so we have been sent as witnesses. Validators. Our assignment. More than church. More than music. More than business. Is to know that we are here to prove a point. To correct something. 1 verse 7 is our corporate mandate. John. John 1 verse 7. Regardless the geography of your witness. It says the same came for a witness to the light. That by him, by his witness, all men might believe. So... When I listen to Mercy's song, or when I listen to Judy or when I listen to all of the Easy Concept team, what am I searching for? I seek that through their songs, listen very carefully, if they are truly in ministry, something about their songs should number one, draw me to Jesus. Number two, inspire me to be passionate about kingdom come. If I cannot find Jesus, the Spirit of the Christ... In and through their communication, and if it does not motivate me towards kingdom come, I only heard a musician, not a minister. More than the linguistic prowess, more than the adherence to the principles of music, business, ministry, that motivation, your love for Jesus, your desire to see Him come. Are we together? Our corporate mandate, let me repeat for one last time, is that in and through our lives, our skill, our profession, whatever it is, that we are able to reveal Jesus and we're able to contribute to enthroning him in the hearts of men. We call that salvation. And then seeing that his purposes are established across every strata of human activities. Very quickly, I want to just state five requirements and please i like everyone especially the easy concept team to just listen to this five requirements for effective kingdom witness i'll wrap up with this and then we pray in as much as we have understood the concept of the gospel and the concept of kingdom advance we have to understand that there are requirements. There are five things that must be at work in the life of the minister. Five provisions that must be within your reach to be effective. Are we ready? Number one, the first requirement is your mandate or your message. Every true kingdom witness, every true ambassador of the kingdom must have What I call the mandate or the message. Not a message. The message. There must be a capture of the dimension of God. Your mandate or your message represents the dimension of God committed to you. To reveal to the nations. If you are Benihim. That is Jesus as Lord and King. If you are Oral Robert, that is the healing power of Jesus to the nations, the message. There is no man of God, there is no minister in truth, whether in psalmistry, in word ministry, in business, in career. You must have a mandate that drives your life. When Satan comes to a man, he does not just attack arbitrarily. He will vet whether you have and understand your message an attack on an individual is usually an attack on the message he says this is the message we have received from the beginning when jesus came his mandate and his message was clear repent he says be transformed for the kingdom is now within your reach everybody say the mandate a mandate is very clear john 3:16 that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life Acts chapter 2 when you read from verse 36 when Peter preached on the day of Pentecost says men and brethren what do we do and he says repent every one of you for the remission of your sins and then you shall receive this promise of the Spirit he says the promise is unto you and to your children as many as are afar off even as many as the Lord will call we have a corporate mandate we have a message To see that every single soul on earth, listen to me, that every single soul on earth comes to the saving knowledge of Jesus. And then that our territories, corporately, that our territories will come under the influence of the government of heaven. Because if Jesus is enthroned only in the hearts of men, you are saved, but your territory will not be saved. It is the value system of the kingdom. If allowed, I forgot to tell you that the gospel is twofold in expression. There is the message that saves, there is the ideology that transforms territories. They are all called the gospel. The message that saves is personal, the ideology that transforms is territorial. Many have received the message that saves. But we have not received the gospel as a value system that is able to transform cultures, shape individuals, shape civilizations, etc. Are we learning something here? Praise the Lord. So number one, the mandate or the message. I, I was very blessed when I heard the mandate of the Easy Concept team. You know, when they came and stated it very clear here, I think it should be done again and again. Let me encourage you. Whether you are a kingdom businessman, you are into the ministry of time prophetic worship, word ministry. It is important to make the mandate and the message clear. The Bible says to write the vision. It says to make it clear so that they will run that read it. Number two. The second requirement for effective kingdom service, effective ministry is you must have the vehicle or the strategy that drives that mandate. The vehicle and the strategy. If you are a word minister, your pulpit and your mic becomes that vehicle. If you are in psalmistry and prophetic worship, your singing and your mic and your instruments become that vehicle. It is not enough to have the mandate and to have the message. You must have the vehicle, which is also the strategy that drives that mandate. Are we blessed? Number three, you must have an organized platform that brands your impact and gives you visibility. You must have an organized platform. Today, we are able to receive of the profound worship. In fact, honestly, I I hope that I'll be able to do that before I'm off the stage to really celebrate and appreciate every single one of these vessels of honor that we have that make up the easy concept team and all who have been upstage. There is almost nowhere around this nation that you travel to that you will not see one or two of them already engaged. You can imagine the level of demand that is placed on their life. Thanks to their skill, thanks to the grace of God, but also thanks to the platform that gives them visibility. I think we should celebrate Jesus for that. Hallelujah. You need an organized platform when Jesus in Luke chapter 5 when you read the first three verses Luke chapter 5 Jesus is about to preach but he needs something to amplify his voice so he borrows the boat from Peter and on the strength of the echo that comes from his being on the boat he was able to effectively teach you need an organized platform That gives you visibility. You can be called. You can be anointed. You can be gifted. If you do not have a structured platform. There is a limit. To which you can carry out 21st century. End time ministry. There are very few people. If any that I know. Who have been able to rise. uh, At a global scale. Serving the purposes of the kingdom. Especially in the ministry of psalmistry. Without a platform that provided that elevation be it a church structure be it a christian platform like this etc you need an organized platform number four very quickly the fourth requirement for effective witness effective kingdom witness is you need resources i wish you had the energy to shout resources this morning let's try shout after me say resources absolutely you need resources again the body of christ we have in very honest ways failed to admit the place of resources both human and financial in driving the purposes of the kingdom some have shied away from it some have exaggerated it but altogether, we need to come to a place where we realize that without sufficient resources There is a limit to which we can go as far as revealing Jesus is concerned. The world system has already been designed to be uh, antagonistic to anything Christ. And so you're not easily going to get the attention and the support through the world system. There has to be, listen very carefully, this may be a prophetic word for someone. There has to be an intentional synergy between The ministry of psalmistry and men and women who are truly called into the ministry of kingdom financing to be able to stand behind these men and women. And I be honest with you, every one of these people you see seated in front and all who have come in here, many of us may never understand the sacrifices that an average minister of the gospel, be it in word especially or in music, The average sacrifice, the commitment that these men and women go through, some of them sacrifice their families, some their health, to be able to see that the purposes of God are enthroned across a territory. They need support. I have met many gifted people. I have met many skilled people. And sometimes some of them honestly come just for prayer. And when I look at them, I know that these people need more than prayer. They have something locked within their spirit that the nations need to hear. There are books to be written. There are songs we need to hear that become ladders for us to ascend our knowledge of God. There are all kinds of things that we need. Can I be honest with you? The name of Jesus is heavy. It takes resources to lift it up. Let me repeat. The name of Jesus is very, very heavy. It takes more than a sincere heart. It takes resources to lift that name up. And many times, let me say this respectfully, we're very quick to point fingers at people who may be non-gospel ministers, you know, in a bit to contrast their motivation and our motivation. And sometimes we're not honest enough to learn what becomes the drive that keeps these people committed for most of them, it is because systems are built around their lives that ensure that they live rewarded lives. And can I tell you, do not downplay the motivation of being rewarded while you serve. I hope we're still together. Yes. Yes. When Jesus taught the 5,000 people, men, Minus women and children. He showed his desire to see that our needs are met by saying, feed them. These people have tabernacle three days. Do not let them go this way. And the disciples said, we don't even have what will be. Do you know how much it will take to feed these people? And Jesus said, no. I must communicate that dimension of the benevolence of the gospel. Do not let them go that way. Now they got five loaf and two fish. According to one of the synoptic accounts, he prayed and it multiplied, and he fed everyone until they had 12 baskets left. It is my prayer that even in such a platform like this, that again, God will raise kingdom millionaires. And kingdom billionaires, men and women who understand the purposes of kingdom wealth, so that they can stand in partnership with all who name the name of the Lord and take away the distraction and inconvenience that lack and insufficiency brings. Can I tell you this? Lack of finances is as distracting as demons. There are many things that can easily happen if the resources are there. That your limitation only becomes process and the voice of the spirit, not financial resources. Number five. Every ministry that must excel, especially in this end time, must have divine backing. That will be the last requirement. Divine backing. Divine backing. Mark chapter 16 and verse 20. Jesus himself was given his final mandate, and here's what he told them. He says, And lo, I am with you. Lo, I am with you. All the way, even to the end of the age. I am with you. Be sure that whilst you go, healing the sick, be sure that whilst you go, changing nations, shaping systems and cultures, be sure that you have my backing. It is dangerous and risky, you hear me say, To stand before Pharaoh if you have not met the burning bush. Pharaoh will ask you who sent you. Hmm. There is a cruel system. Every mountain has giants there. And they will ask you who sent you. So before you go to Egypt. Before you go to Pharaoh. Be sure you have met the God of the Bible. Divine backing. And lo, I am with you always to the end of the age. Let me recap very quickly five requirements for effective ministry. Now you know what ministry is. Any contribution you make through your life, motivated by your love for Jesus, to the intent that Christ be enthroned in the hearts of men and revealed across every sphere of influence. That includes psalmistry, word ministry, business career family it doesn't matter what expression number one i said you need a message a clear mandate and a message the dimension of god committed to you to reveal to your generation number two you need a vehicle and a strategy this is the geography of your witness for the easy concept team they have chosen psalmistry and music as that vehicle and as that strategy Number three, you need an organized platform. You need to brand your impact. Your impact must be branded to be structurally sustainable. Number four, you need resources, access to resources that allow for the continuity of your witness. And number five, you need divine backing. Why? Because, let me tell you this, the gates of hell will fight you. I wish I didn't have to say this, but I will tell you. The gates of hell will not fold their arms and watch you reveal Jesus. They will fight you using systems and structures. They will attempt to fight your health. They will attempt to fight your credibility. They will attempt to fight everything. The goal is to bring you to a point of depression, frustration, and silence. Someone shout, no way. One more time, shout, no way. Mm. Divine backing. Divine backing. It is because of that backing you can be sure that you can get to the ends of the earth. Regardless the bureaucracies of men, we stand here today doing the things that we do based on the confidence of the government that backs us. The Bible clearly tells us that not that our sufficiency, we are not sufficient in ourselves, the Bible says. But our sufficiency is of Christ who has made us able ministers of the spirit and not of the letter. For the letter killeth, but the spirit gives life. What gives us the confidence to go around the nations of the earth revealing Jesus? We know that we have a divine backing the spirit of the living god was sent ah jesus now when i mention his name i almost don't want to drop the mic again you know why you can fail alone but you and god cannot fail together i can tell you if you are alone it is risky the bible already said it is not good for man to be alone he was not just talking about a woman that it is risky when you stand alone who sent you? Who is backing you? In politics, there's what we call the concept of godfatherism. When you come to seek a political appointment, people will usually want to know on whose platform are you standing? Goliath, you come before me with your spears and your bows, but I come before you in a name. I come before you standing upon a covenant. And Goliath said, Am I a dog? It is marvelous to see what a man in partnership with the Holy Spirit can do. We are here gathered this morning as witnesses. Look the kinds of songs that have come. Your love is kind. Your love is patient. That's more than composing. It is a man, a woman in this sense... In partnership with the Holy Spirit. God of vengeance has won my battle for me. God of miracles has won my battle for me. I'm a winner man, a winner man. He's won my battle for me. I'm a winner man, I'm a winner man. He's won my battle for me i'm a winner man i'm a winner man listen to me there are things men cannot do there are certain possibilities that are beyond the realm of men let me teach you what it means to be in partnership with the ministry of the holy spirit a man can receive divine backing and your life can become an unending episode of signs and wonders as I watch every one of these people, one by one, mount the platform to minister, and as I listen to their songs, and I've had some of them minister before I come up stage across various platforms, I marvel myself. I'm not exactly naive in music, so I have a lot of respect for the proficiency that goes in to produce the kind of products that they have. I can tell you, it's more than skill. I can tell you, it's more than rehearsal in job chapter 32 the bible says job speaking ellie who was speaking there and said but there is a spirit in man not outside man there is a spirit in man and the breath of the almighty can make easy concept continue to go from glory to glory that when men say there is scarcity there is an oasis of endless supply It is a wonderful thing to receive the backing of heaven. And I'm praying that whilst I'm sharing this morning, for many of us, in addition to your skill, in addition to what you know, listen to me. This is a world where men cannot stand and excel alone. You need the backing of heaven. For with men it is impossible, but with God. With God means God leading, not God being part of it. With God, God leading. If the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Easy concept. And all the wonderful men and women of God that make this platform, I truly appreciate and celebrate you. Thank you, every one of you, for your contribution to Kingdom Come. Thank you for your sacrifice for bringing these sounds. You cannot tell the lives, the homes, the churches that have been healed. Take away the songs that have come from easy concept and many churches do not have praise worship again. Many churches do not have the songs that they will use to cry. Do you know how many people have come to the knowledge of Jesus? Our crusade grounds are full of your tongues. There are cars that are full of your songs. There are homes that are full of your songs. Let me challenge you. Walk with the Holy Spirit again. There are more songs coming. More songs coming that will bless and feed the nations. Are we blessed? Now, my assignment as I wrap up. I, we're going to pray. And there are four graces. You see, the apostolic ministry, listen carefully. The apostolic ministry, among other things, has the privilege and the honor by reason of the election of grace to be strengtheners across the body of Christ. The apostolic ministry is really not a teaching ministry. It's about spiritual governance. That means, among other things, you have the privilege of seeing that the purposes of God are located to a generation is faithfully coming to pass. And that... That mandate requires that you are trusted with various dimensions of graces that you can supply across the body of Christ according to the needs that arise. That means every true apostolic and prophetic office is vested and trusted with the ability to supply every dimension of grace that will be required to birth the next move of God as committed to a territory as committed to a nation and while i prayed there are four dimensions of grace that i'm going to be speaking over our lives as we wrap up please write it down number one the first that the lord has put in my heart to pray over the easy concept and all who are connected here is the grace for global visibility and influence truly speaking believe me there is a grace that can take an individual more than human connections more than all of these things there is a grace in mark chapter 1 when you read from verse 32 to 37 the Bible says when it was evening Jesus was ready to minister and all the city not all all the city they came and gathered at the door and whilst he ministered to them the Bible says he ran away to a solitary place to pray And then his disciples came to him. And here's what they said. All men seek for thee. All men. How many men? There are things when you carry, only women will look for you. There are things when you carry, only men will look for you. There are things when you carry, only the educated will look for you there are things when you carry only your age range will look for you there are things when you carry only your tribesmen will look for you but there are graces when you carry all men will seek for you all men means all nations means all kinds of people based on social stratification there is such a grace that can come upon an individual can come upon a platform for that number two the grace for supernatural favor and access to resources can I be honest with you there is a grace truly that connects men to favor Exodus chapter 11 and verse 3 Exodus chapter 11 and verse 3 very powerful scripture let me read that you need to hear it we're praying Exodus chapter 11 and Verse 3. Here's what it says. And the Lord gave easy concept. Favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt. In the sight of Pharaoh's servants. And in the sight of the people. Can I tell you this? When it is favor. There are two things about favor you must understand. Number one, favor never happens once. If it happens only once, it is breakthrough, not favor. Favor must be consistent regardless the circumstances. Number two, favor works with the power of sight. That means when the grace for favor is upon you, the only person who cannot bless you is a blind man. For as long as they can see you. Ah. Do you believe what I'm sharing with you? In Exodus chapter 3 and verse 21, the Bible says, And I will give these people favor. Here it comes again. In the sight of the Egyptians. And it shall come to pass that as ye go, ye shall not go empty. Emptiness has an explanation. The favor of God is not upon you. It says, Thou anointest my head with oil, but my cup runs over. He doesn't anoint your cup. Your cup is a report card. It tells us what is on your head. If your cup is empty, don't blame the cup. It is what is on your head. In Esther chapter two and verse fifteen, when you read the B part of Esther chapter fifteen, chapter two and verse fifteen, this village girl called Hadassah, taken from Hadassah, taken from Shushan, now about to have a chance with King Ahasuerus, the Bible says, and Esther obtained favor in the sight of all them. How many? All them that looked upon her. And you would think that grace would just stop with those people. When you read two verses after verse 17. The Bible says, and the king, just help those under the anointing. It says, and Esther obtained favor. The king loved Esther more than all the women. And he set her to be queen. Can I tell you, this is a wicked world. People don't just love you like that. No, there is a grace that compels them to pay attention to you. Oh, someone will carry that grace this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. I don't know how people survive without the favor of God. The proof of favor is not money. The proof of favor is loyalty to the hearts of men. The loyalty of the hearts of men towards you. Favor. Number three, are you tired? The third grace that I've been instructed by God to speak over our lives is the grace for greater manifestation of God's glory and power. Greater manifestation. Can I tell you this? The more you continue to provide supernatural solutions to the needs of men, the more you remain an endangered species. It becomes impossible to ignore you not at the standpoint of value that is ever increasing this is true in ministry this is true in psalmistry this is true in business the secret to your sustainability among other factors is the ability to continue to provide solutions at a scale and a level that is ever-increasing undeniable Acts chapter 4, when you read verse 29 to 33, Acts chapter 4, we're wrapping up already. Acts chapter 4, 29 to 33. Let me read for the sake of time. And now, Lord, they are praying. Behold your threatenings and grant unto your servants That with boldness they may speak your word by stretching forth your hand and to heal. And that signs and wonders may be done in the name of thy holy child Jesus. 31. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they assembled together. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. Go to verse 33. Here's what it says. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of jesus christ and great grace was upon them all did you know that whilst you stand and you are ministering by the power of the holy spirit that god is able to invest greater levels of grace upon you that you are ministering singing preaching doing whatever you are doing And you're watching people stand up from the wheelchair. And you're watching blind eyes open, deaf ears open. You're watching age-long captivity over the life of people just fall. Just like that. You stop being a musician. You become an envoy. A communicator of the presence, the power, the grace, the possibilities of the kingdom. I made up my mind and I continue to cry to the Lord every time. May I not just be a communicator... Reading scriptures, closing the Bible, explaining it and sharing the grace. No. We must become portals, conduits that communicate the possibilities of God. And I prayed and I cried to God. I said, Lord, may no man under the sun have to meet me twice to be blessed from me. They didn't have to meet Jesus twice to be changed. Once. Sometimes that once was the last time they met him. And yet he did not leave them the same. He said, as my father has sent me, so send I you. Can I tell you this? We need signs and wonders in these end times to humble the pride of kings. There are men and women who trust in horses and chariots. There are men who believe that the faith life is a nuisance to civilizations. We must be able to import a dimension of the power, the kingdom, and the glory of God that dumbfounds principalities and powers. One song that someone will be playing in their room. And the next thing, a child who has been oppressed for years, delivered just like that. What the hospitals could not do. What the rehabilitation center could not do. That a man is on his way to go and steal. And he meanders across a song that was written by one of you. And suddenly he's under the influence of the power of the Holy Ghost. And that becomes the end of it. May this be your testimony in the name of Jesus. Lastly, What is the grace you are receiving this morning? Greater love and passion for Jesus. Mm. There is such a provision in the kingdom where God can invest weightier dimensions of his grace and love upon a man that can cause you to love Jesus more than anything. Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 26. It says, my son, give me your heart. And let your ears incline to my words or my sayings. My son, give me your heart. Give me your heart. Give me your heart. It's been my prayer for many years. It remains my prayer for the rest of my life. That I will never get to a point in my life where any other thing will sustain the power and the ability to take his place in my life. I would drop this mic a hundred times and in a hurry to preserve my love for him. And I mean it is not because I'm preaching. It, it, the preacher, no, no. I would drop ministry a hundred times. Be careful. This is a word of caution to all of us who serve the purposes of God in ministry. Especially those of us who have gained some level of visibility. Can I tell you, you need to be intentional about maintaining your love, your love life. If you lose your love for Jesus, it's only a matter of time. That cancer will spread to every aspect of your life. I love him. Oh, I love him. The first thing I want the nation to know about me is not power. It's not wisdom. It's not revelation. It's my love for him. They don't know what you mean to me. They don't know what you mean to me. Truly they don't know what you mean to me. They don't listen to me more than wanting fame more than desiring to be a great man of God or a great vessel I share with you a secret to a fulfilling life by the privilege of God's grace I've had the honor of meeting extremely successful people by any standard you can think about and in many regards I am shocked at the emptiness and the void That still remains. Hear me. There is a space that God created in man. That only his size can fill it. Nothing else sustains the power. You will try fame. It will still be short. You will try ministry. It will still be short. You will try all kinds of good things. It will still be short. It's called eternity. It's a realm that he put in the heart of man. That only his size. Can I tell you this? idolatry is not just having wrong things. Good things can also be idols. Anything that is not Jesus is an idol, including preaching, including Bible study, including prayer. All of them can be idols. Prayer is not Jesus. Bible study is not Jesus. They only happen because of him. I love you forever.
1: I love you forever. I love forever Lord I love you forever I love you forever I love you forever Lord listen be lifted forever be lifted forever be lifted forever, be
0: lifted forever. Above every dream above every ambition, be forever be lifted, forever be lifted, forever Lord. make that commitment. I love you one time, I
1: love you forever.
0: Have found a secret way of fulfilling life. More than money, more than fame, the uploads of men can come and go. The uploads of men is like eating. You will be full one moment and you will go and empty it and come back hungry. But there is an oasis when you find Jesus genuinely, not for preaching, not for fame not for a name hear me you must love him more than things you must love him more than the desire to be famous the desire to preach the desire to see your songs go to the nations if you love him more than that he says simon bajona lovest thou me more than this many people use him as a spiritual ladder to a life of fame Many people use him as a spiritual ladder to influence. Can I be honest with you? Nothing else aside from him will truly satisfy. If he gives you his hand, you will still need it again. But if you get his heart. I have come here to pour upon you by God's grace a piece of my passion. And that which motivates me. You will be mistaken to think what interests me is ministry. You would be mistaken a thousand times. If God never blesses me in this life, he has tried for me. Taking me from my background thus far, I am more than grateful. And can I tell you, never get too famous that you become too big to let the nations know you are nothing without him. Never become embarrassed to let the nations know that we are what we are because of who he is. If they ever call you great, they only call him great through you. If they ever call you wonderful, they are only calling him wonderful through you. If they ever clap for you, I can tell you they are only clapping for him through you. Very quickly before I pray, our time is gone. Is it all right if I make an altar call? I believe in salvation. There are people in this auditorium, the overflows and following across the nations of the earth. When you see us gather like this and sing and jump and lift up the name of Jesus, do not be confused about our passion. We are more than people who just want to display skill. We're more than people who are just showing that which we have done in the secret place. We're more than people who are just trying to make a name or fulfill the ethics of a conference. We're people passionately in love with Jesus and we desire the nations to know. Your following in your home, your office, your room, in the silence right there. You are in this auditorium and Jesus is speaking to you. This is why I brought you here. I use the strategy and the vehicle of exceptional worship from gifted people to reveal myself to you once again. Wherever you are. There are two groups of people I want to call very quickly. Those who are saying, Apostle, listening to you, I heard the voice of the Spirit and of Jesus saying to me, come, come home. It's like he's calling a child back home. And then there are those who are saying, Apostle, at one time I remember just handing my heart over to the Lord, but as it is now, sincerely things are not going the right way. I do not want to end this conference this way. Wherever you are, I will count one to five. Run like there's fire on the mountain and come and stand before Jesus. Do not wait for anyone to come be the first one. Are we celebrating them? Run to Jesus. Two Run to Jesus. Come, wonderful, merciful, save you. Precious
1: Redeemer and friend, who would have thought that a lamb could rescue the souls of men? Oh, oh you rescue the souls of men, you are the one that we pray one we adore
0: you give the healing and grace that our
1: hearts always hunger for oh our hearts always hunger for
0: come we have one more minute for you come run to Jesus this is a new beginning for you it doesn't matter how you have been, Apostle. I want to come, but I'm ashamed of my neighbor. Leave that neighbor and come to Jesus, can give you a new beginning. Come, come, come to Jesus. This is not a marketing into a religion called Christianity, this is more than a religion, this is an experience with Jesus, the one today exalted as Lord and Christ. This is what we propose to the nations. Not another religion. Aren't you tired of it? We present to you Jesus. The Savior exalted as Lord and as Christ. The Bible says there is no other name under heaven given unto men by which we must be saved. You're standing before him. This morning, can I tell you this? It doesn't matter what you have done or not done. Some of you are crying, don't be ashamed of your tears. This is why Jesus brought you. Everyone must be given a chance to make this decision. I appreciate you for your boldness and your courage to come. Here's what the Bible says. That as many who come to him, he will in no wise cast away. Jesus you love me too much oh
1: too
0: much oh. too much oh. excess
1: love oh. Jesus you love me too much oh too much oh. too much oh.
0: excess love oh. hallelujah praise the lord now, I'm just going to pray for them. Quite a harvest tonight. Are you celebrating Jesus? What a beautiful way to end the vigil. Present these ones as trophies to Jesus. Now, hear me. Um, if I may request, I know that I have just about five minutes or so. Maybe my time is short. But do me a favor. Is it all right if I'm done? Um, where's my dear Judy K.? I want you to do me that song. Anansi, hallelujah. Anansi, hallelujah. When I just pray for them, then you do that song. I speak over your life and I'm done. Just a moment. Are we together? Now all of you who are standing, please lift your hand high above your head to Jesus. Let the nations and let Jesus who is here. Lift it high as a sign of surrender. Please say after me from the depth of your heart. You're not reciting a poem. Jesus is here. Say after me, Lord Jesus. One more time. Say, Lord Jesus. This morning, I declare that I love you with all my heart. I admit that I am unable to help myself. But I have heard your word. And I know that I need you. Right now, I accept you as my Savior, as my Lord, and as my King. I believe that you died for me. I believe that you resurrected for my justification. And this morning, according to the authority of Scripture, I receive eternal life into my spirit. I receive the abundance of grace, even the gift of righteousness. And I declare that I reign in life. The power of sin, the power of Satan, the power of hell, the power of the grave is broken over my life. From this morning and forever, I am a child of God. One more time, say it from this morning and forever. I am a child of God. Forward ever and backward never. Amen and amen. Keep your hands lifted. Let me pray for you. Father, we thank you. We lift this ones as trophies. And we thank you for the honor of leading this many to Jesus this morning. Many have come rededicating their lives to you. Others have come handing over their entire lives and destinies in exchange for yours. The Bible says that if they come, they become recipients of eternal life. Lord, we thank you for our confidence in your word. I decree and declare upon you that the power of sin, Satan, hell and the grave, like you have declared, is broken over your life. In the name of Jesus, I declare... And I commend you to the ministry of the word and the ministry of the Holy Spirit that you be built, you be established in righteousness, you go forward ever and backward never in Jesus' name. Now, please just listen to the following instructions. I understand there are cards being given to you. All right, here's what you do for me please do not go back to your seat until you have a card. Here's what will happen. When you feel it, you can go back to your seat. But please do well to submit the cards to one of the officials. Just wave your hands if you are yet to get the cards. Just wave your hands. Please, officials, can we help them? Make sure you have one. You may complete it here very quickly and legibly. And then you return back to your seat for the final prayer. While you are doing that very quickly, please try to make that happen in one minute. Judy K will just lead us and bless us. Can we rise to worship? We are wrapping up now. done you can return to your seat very quickly so that we finish up once you're done just return to your seat let's celebrate them while they go back very quickly just feel it hand over we're going to pray now hallelujah we're going to pray please do well to make sure that you feel when you feel just hand the pen to someone very quickly you should do that in a few seconds and then we'll pray are you ready to pray just a few minutes and then you receive this blessing and we're done
1: hiya, 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 hiha, hiya, hiya, hiya. you will never be the same you've touched these grace your life is you will never be the same you've touched these springs on life as pls you will never be the same you've touched these sigues on life as pls you will never be the same you've touched these ins on life as pls hallelujah
0: Let's rise up on your feet. Just rise up on your feet. Now, just one prayer, and then I just speak over your life. You're going to pray that all of these graces and all of these dimensions, you see, conferences like this, um, they not only inspire and challenge us, but then they are prophetic platforms where we are able to access superior levels of graces. It says, grace and peace be multiplied to you. Grace and peace can be multiplied. In Ezekiel 47, the Bible says, He took me to the east side of the temple, and a river came from the east side. He measured a thousand cubits. It was to my ankle. As if that was not enough, he measured a thousand cubits again. It was to my knees, again to my loins, and finally it was an overflowing river. And the Bible says everywhere it went, the fish that was dead would come back to life. Can I tell you this? Our possibilities in this kingdom are not just dependent on the grace or the love of God, but upon the dimension of God that is at work in our lives. All things are possible potentially, but it depends on the kind and the quality of grace that is upon your life. This is true. The anointing works like money. If you have A hundred dollar bill you have money but maybe not enough to buy what you need if what you want is lunch or dinner a hundred dollar bill should be able to sort you in most circumstances but if what you need for instance is a car a hundred dollar bill is money but not enough to buy that so when we come like this we trust god among other things for an upgrade a multiplication in grace so that the possibilities that could not be captured in your life you can leave this meeting knowing that you did not just listen to ada and mercy and judy Kay, you know and and all of these brilliant people minister but that in addition to that you received something from heaven i want to speak over your life is it all right if i please request the team, the easy team, the easy concept team, please just come up on the platform with me here as I just speak over their lives. Let's honor them, these are men and women, all who are part of this. Is this how you honor those who God is using around the nations? Celebrate them as they come. Hallelujah. I want to pray for you now. One of the mandates that I have from the Lord Jesus Christ is to see to it that by His Spirit that every ingracing that is required in your life and to strengthen the body of Christ that it is always released to those who truly desire. It. And I'm not going to take too much of your time We're here we've dwelt upon this mountain. I've asked them to come and back me up. I will pray for them. But together as a family of faith so that the whole world can see that these are the men and women who have allowed the spirit of god to ride upon them like jesus upon the donkey in his triumphant entry these are the vessels who have allowed jesus to find expression yes please hallelujah hallelujah praise the name of the lord can i pray for you now do me a favor please anyone who is under the anointing we may not have the time to necessarily bring them out I intend that in the next five minutes or so we're done, so we, um, I apologize, we may not really have the time to pray for the sick and just prophesy and speak over people. Maybe another time as God grants the grace but I just want to speak over these precious people. Hallelujah. Now like I have prayed I want you oh my God there are people here the Holy Spirit is speaking to me There are dreams and there are graces that are locked up within your spirit. And whilst you stood here watching these people minister, something within your spirit was calling you to tell you you also have the same destiny. I stretch my hands right now across the length and the breadth of this auditorium inside and outside. And I decree and declare by the power that raised Christ from the dead, may that grace fall upon you now. May that grace fall wherever you are. May that grace rest upon you right now. In the name of Jesus, who is the Christ of God. Now I decree and declare. There are people under the sound of my voice. You have been trapped by yokes of delay. Such that you cannot even move forward. I'm stretching my hands and people will begin to run by the power of the Holy Spirit. Please help them so they don't injure themselves. I stretch my hands now. In the name of Jesus, who is the son of the living God, let that speed, Karus katia, I'm seeing at least 41 people. This is what I see in my vision. In the name of Jesus, Port Harcourt, east of the Niger, I release that grace for speed. Take that grace now. Take that grace now. In ministry, in psalmistry, take that grace right now. You will never be the same. I declare speed the antidote to all kinds of delay. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says, And the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah. And he ran and overtook the chariots of Ahab. Even down to Israel. Ten years may it come into one month for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. The achievement of ten years. Let it come into one year for you. By the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now I decree and declare there is a grace for visibility just because you are gifted does not mean the nations will see you. The Bible says in Acts chapter 12 that Peter was kept and there were all kinds of prisoners. And the Bible says the angels came and the gate opened. There were three gates. When he came to the third gate called the iron gate that opens to the city. The iron gate that opens to the city. There is a gate that must open for the city to see you and know what you stand. Kabarus, Kadia. I stretch my hands. Standing in partnership with this great vessel. Anyone here who has been trained in the cave of Adlam. And it's time for the nations to see the investment of the spirit upon you. We command that gate that opens to your influence. In the name of Jesus, Ephata. Let it be open. He help them in the name of jesus we command that gates to be open hita and tita now in the name of jesus i have met gifted people in my life authors psalmists ministers of the gospel but the gate of visibility has not been opened for the nations to place a demand Upon the graces upon their lives I pray for you again Anyone here who is covered Glorious but covered In the name of Jesus Like a man will unveil his bride As the bride of Christ Help that man please I declare your unveiling this night In the name of Jesus I open you to that prophetic season in your life Called the season of appearing In the name of Jesus Christ Now listen carefully. I told you there is a grace for favor. Truly there is. There is an unction. When it was time for Esther to meet Mordecai, she did not learn how to walk. There was an oil that Haggai gave her. He said, rub it on your body for one year. Keep rubbing that oil. After one year, go and stand before the king. It's called the Esther anointing. I pray for you. I pray for you hear me in this kingdom who hates you does not matter but who likes you matters I stretch my hands my God I'm seeing like a bird in this auditorium many people will drink of this grace that grace for favor upon you in the name of Jesus at the count of three let it rest upon your destiny one, two, three take that grace take that grace take that grace For the sake of your assignment, for the sake of Jesus, let that grace for favor, access to kings, access to the hearts of nobles. In the name of Jesus, may that grace rest upon you. Number three, there is a grace that commands resources. When Elijah was at Brook Cherith. The Bible says there was a mysterious bird that will bring him bread in the morning and in the evening. There is the mystery of divine supplies. We live in a cruel and a selfish world. Can I tell you this? There is a prophetic dimension to resources. It says go to the city and you will find a cult there where no man has ridden. Lose that cult. and If they ask you, say the master had need of it. There are resources that are no other system has risen upon. It is for the kingdom. But you must understand the art of losing it and bringing it. Because you will need that donkey for your triumphant entry. You cannot walk through the triumphant entry. You must ride on the donkey. But the donkey will come when you know where it is tied. I want to pray for someone now in the name that is above all names the kind of resources that must come into your hand in this end time to be able to drive the purposes of God and the vision given to you I stand by the privilege of the apostolic and the prophetic in the name of Jesus let it come upon your hands now we shake kingdoms we shake systems business systems governmental systems In the name of jesus like the dew of heaven let the resources of nations come to you for the sake of the kingdom hear me they were in slavery for 430 years under a cruel government that will barely give them straw barely give them straw to work with but in one night when god gave those people favor The Bible says that they gave them gold. They gave them everything. Pharaoh would not even allow their door to rise. Access to resources. Number three, let me pray for you very quickly. There are many of us here who are in ministry. But you sing and you worship. And there are no results that come from what you do. Can I be very honest with you? Do not downplay the place of results. If you do not have results in ministry and in life, get ready for empty pews and get ready for frustration. Results are important. Prove that God is with you. They prove that you are solving problems. John 15 and verse 8. Herein is our Father glorified. When ye bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. It says, let your light so shine before men that they may see. Not angels, men and glorify your father in heaven. Galatians 1 it says, and they glorified God in me. God can be glorified in and through a man. Let's end seasons of results now. In the name of Jesus, the grace for performance, the grace for signs, for wonders, whether through psalmistry, through word ministry, or every dimension of ministry you are involved with. In. In the name of Jesus, may that mantle land upon your life right now. Sing with power. Sing with healing. Preach with power. Help that woman, please. Sing with healing. In the name of Jesus. From this morning, hence, I release upon you the grace for signs and wonders. Many of you are psalmists here. You will sing and the blind will see. You will sing their healing to their lives. You will sing their breakthroughs to their destinies. In the name of Jesus, no more barrenness, no more unfruitfulness in ministry. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And Finally, for this morning, let me pray for you. The grace that can compel a man to love Jesus above and beyond all things. Hear me. You are a man of God here. The key to ministry focus on Jesus more than ministry, focus on his presence. I pray for you, the grace for the secret place, the grace for encounters, that hunger that can drive a man to fast, that hunger that fire that must be ignited in your spirit take that fire in the name of Jesus Christ every distracting association every distracting group that seeks to deviate your passion in the name of Jesus we cut you away from them by the power of the Holy Spirit renewed passion You leave this place. Some of you after this conference, you will head straight for a retreat and flog it out with destiny. Hallelujah. And now let me agree with you before we speak over these precious people. For every one of you here who came with any burden that is not among the least that we mentioned and prayed for. For the Bible says, listen carefully, Listen very carefully. It says, Come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. God's goal is that he disengages you from all these obstacles that impede your progress. We do not serve Jesus just for things. However, whilst we serve him, he's loving and benevolent enough To make sure that we do not go back with the burdens that we came with. That is love. Love gives. So I want to agree with you right now by the power of the Holy Spirit. Please believe it. It says, believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. I pray for you right now. The nations following and those who are here. In the name that is above all names, I release my faith with you. Everything that has refused to live your life. That should live. Especially in this season. I command an exodus of it. Out of your life right now. Shout a loud amen. In the name of Jesus. And everything that should come into your life in this season. Like the dry bones of Ezekiel. I prophesied as I was commanded. He said. Wherever it is. Whoever it is that should come into your life in this season, I command that they come speedily in the name of Jesus. I command that it comes speedily in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare, let your season of mourning come to an end by the power of the Holy Ghost. It says you have turned my mourning into dancing my sorrow into joy i decree and declare by the power that raised christ from the dead let the season of crying come to an end weep not for the lamb the lion of the tribe of judah even the root of david has prevailed we open the book and we unlock the scroll we declare a new chapter in your destiny in the name of jesus christ hear me Never will that proverb, Ichabod, be used again in your life. The Bible says, can a nation be born in one day? It's a mystery, but as soon as the sun travails, it says she shall put forth a son. Now, please help me stretch your hands over these precious vessels. Listen, this is the body of Christ praying for you. We love them every one of these precious people as a team from the mother here trauma jesus many many years a veteran indeed of the gospel to all who are busy here every week they are flying from one part of this nation and the nations of the world we must learn to protect us and to cover them in prayer stretch your hands like you are praying for your wife your husband your sister your brother All across the nations, Africa, you're following, stretch your hands. As the ecclesia, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, we are praying for them. Lift your voice and pray. Father, keep them. Jesus in John 17 says, all that you have given me, I have kept, and none is lost except the son of perdition. Pray for the easy concepting. Pray for the various artists, the men and the women of God. They labor day and night in word and doctrine. Pray for their families. Many of them make unbelievable sacrifices. Please don't be distracted. Just one minute. Pray from the depth of your heart. They may have their peculiar challenges. Pray for them. Lord, keep them. Grant unto them the finisher's anointing. That decades from now, they are still standing. Newness of songs. Newness of fire newness of grace newness of unction in the name of Jesus are you praying that the fire upon their altar will never go down pray for them the devil will attempt to attack their lives attack their health attack their integrity and their credibility attack everything he can attack pray for them these are precious gifts to the body of Christ we use them as a point of contact To pray for all who are in psalmistry across the body of Christ. Indeed, we decree and declare from Ghana to South Africa, Zimbabwe to Namibia, Rwanda, all across Africa and the globe. We cover them in prayer. As responsible believers, we declare that they are protected. Sounds from heaven. Prophesy new sounds from heaven. Lord, give them encounters. Encounters by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, please, please look at me. Can I challenge you? I love the body of Christ, and I am sent to the body of Christ. Port Nigeria, Africa, listen to me. And i be very honest with you. Every one of these precious people you see, you may never know the sacrifices that they make. I can tell you by experience, it is difficult being at the lamplight. There is a demand on you everywhere. You need to balance family life. You need to balance personal life. Sometimes they just need to shut down and rest. But because of that demand, these people you see are testaments of blood that continues to drip on the altar. You may never know their secret years. They have families. They have needs. Let me challenge you. There are three commitments, and I'm speaking to the body of Christ. We're using this as a lesson to mature the body of Christ. That when God anoints people, and they make such sacrifices to stand against the temptations and the baits that come from the world, to stand and remain, we have a threefold commitment to them. Number one is our prayer everyone who names the name of christ in the body of christ whether they have come to your church or not provided you are part of the kingdom you owe these precious people and as a lesson all who are been used by god you owe them your prayer daily add them to your prayer list as you pray ask the lord to protect them as they go around flying by road by sea by air that they are protected and preserved. Number two, number two, you have an assignment to become extensions of their apostleships and their impact. That is the second assignment that you have. You have an assignment to use your sphere of influence to let the nations know that God has such mighty vessels like this. We have an assignment as believers. We can leverage on the sphere of influence that God has provided for us. And help these people to continue to rise become systems of elevation so that the nations will hear their voice and in their voice hear the voice of Jesus this is our second commitment to them the third commitment which is very important listen to me at a personal level and at a corporate level we owe them our continued financial support let me be very honest with you every one of these people you see there is never enough when it has to do with the preaching of the gospel i'm not just talking of money for missions i have to be very sincere with you most of them also want to make sure that they are comfortable their children are comfortable their lives are comfortable now it provides the convenience to focus on the work of the kingdom. By God's grace, we are people who love Jesus. We are not manipulators. We have to teach the world the way to do it. Every one of these people you see, we owe them corporately. Not just honorarium when they come to preach in your church. There are times that God can put it in your heart. As a man of God, as a businessman, God can put it in your heart. A portion of your profit that you have dedicated to go for the kingdom. With revelation, not by manipulation. God can just list some of these precious people to you and say, can you call this person? Put this in the account. Can you call easy concept? Oh, I have this to put in the account. Can I tell you this? Let us not allow those who God has called to keep being frustrated. Then in their frustration, they yield to temptations and we are quick to point accusing fingers at them. We live in a A a body that is wonderful, but sometimes we can become so insensitive. We're not there to stand and support our people. When we leave them alone and something happens to them, we're very quick to point our hands at them again. By the grace of God, we know that these people have proven to us that they love Jesus. Number two, they have proven to us that they are serious with what they are doing. Number three, they have proven to us that they intend to continue serving the purposes of the kingdom my call therefore to you who are here and the entire body of christ can i be sincere with you some i've not discussed this with them some of you can take this there are many of you here that are marvelously blessed of the lord there's nothing to be afraid of the blessing of the lord comes to make rich and adds no sorrow There are people who are listening, who are businessmen, captains of industry. Some of you are men of God. Some of you are people who God has marvelously prospered like Uzziah. Can I be honest with you? Your resources does not have much value if kingdom come is not captured in it. Let me repeat. Your resources does not have much value if kingdom come is not captured in it. For some of you, God can give you individuals as a project and say for this year, One, two, three, four. Can you come to them? And maybe monthly, just stand by them. I'm not talking of money for ministry. Just see to it that they are comfortable. It's not a cost. Not for the value they have provided the body of Christ. For some of you, God can give you an assignment to stand by the Easy Concept Team as as, as an entire ministry and support them. We don't have to cajole one another and lie to one another and manipulate by God's grace. The body of Christ is like a baby that is growing. Times will come where we don't have to do all these things again. God has helped us and we have gone through seasons of immaturity and childishness and manipulation. Now we are strong enough. We love Jesus enough to not be coerced. We are going to pray for them. But it will be sad if it ends in prayer alone Cornelius your arms and your prayers not your prayers alone what invited Peter to your house then by extension the salvation of the Gentiles is your prayer and your giving let me just pray for them by the privilege of God's grace please stretch your hands here with me and let stand as the body of Christ. Father, I thank you for the easy concept team. They are not kneeling to man. They are kneeling to you, Jesus. They are kneeling before the nations. And oh God, I thank you for every one of these precious people. They continue to labor day and night to see that the sounds of worship never go down from our nation, from Africa and the nations of the world. We pray as the church, the ecclesia, Lord bless them in the name of Jesus. Are you agreeing with me with a loud amen? Lord prosper them in the name of Jesus. We pray, O oh God, that greater songs will come from heaven in the name of Jesus Christ. I decree and declare that none of them will fall by the wayside in the name of Jesus oh you shall not be afraid of the arrows that fly by day nor the noisome pestilence nor the destruction that wastes in noonday our god will surround you his power and his favor will garrison you from every evil in the name of jesus i declare upon your life that as you fly in the air as you go by road and on land you are protected and preserved in the name of jesus your homes are preserved your relationship with jesus is preserved in the name of jesus may god lose the loins of kings for your sake in the name of jesus christ you will suck honey out of the rock of flint in the name of jesus and we pray for you none of you will die prematurely every covenant you have with the grave will shut them out of the grave for your sake in the name of jesus you will last long. You will live long serving the purposes of the kingdom. Every ongoing project as individuals and as a ministry, we place the hand of prosperity upon it. We declare that that project will come to fruition in the name of Jesus. By extension, we pray for the latest lady that joined them. Such an honor to see this precious lady declare her heart and her love for Jesus support her love her with all your heart and all you can do to make her feel loved in the kingdom we do that but we pray that she will be one of many who are lovingly coming to the kingdom in the name of jesus we declare that the angel of his presence will speak to us many that they came from the church they will return back to the church they came from the church they will return back to the church whilst we love them the way we are the way they are in the name of jesus we also love them too much to leave them the way they are in jesus name may the spirit of grace bring us many who will join this fold let it happen in jesus name i pray and i declare you will not lack food to eat in the name of jesus you will not lack bread on your table at times when you will need to hear the voice of the god may you hear it sound and clear Moments of discouragement, may the comforter be there with you and be there for you in the name of Jesus. May the nations continue to see Jesus in and through your life. Go from glory to glory. Go from grace to grace. We bless you again as the Ecclesia, the family of God. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit, God bless you. Please stand, let's honor them, celebrate these precious people. Hallelujah! Izzy, thank you. Thank you. Please come. Thank you so much. Let me just hold his hands to say thank you for having me here. It was a brief time, but I thank you for the honor. Thank you for the love. And I'll continue to pray for you. And as a body of Christ, we salute you for what you are doing and your marvelous team. And we'll continue to support and continue to pray sincerely. And for all of you who have stood and continue to stand by them, please continue. And the Lord will bless you. The Lord will honor you in the name of Jesus. And then for the remaining part of your day, your weekend, the week coming, the year remaining, let it be blessed in Jesus' name. Go from glory to glory in the name of Jesus. Thank you and God bless you.